0: life let me see it was we talked about thoughts and intentions and ideas you know how the word thoughts ideas and intentions yeah and how um the human heart uh releases or springs the issues of life out of it because it holds everything all the ideas all the intentions and then the word of god as you meditate on the word this word is so quick and sharp and fast that it cuts through the heart and replaces all of that bad stuff with good things but it starts with meditating on the word and allowing that word to penetrate the heart amen and we talked about not allowing our hearts to be like the stony ground that the word falls on so that you receive the word with gladness this is what the word says when you hear the word receive it and and embrace it even if it cuts because that's what the bible says the word is supposed to do if you're receiving a watered down word that's not changing your life or adding to it in some way then you're in the wrong place you the word is supposed to be quick alive active sharp the bible says all of these things so that means that when you hear the word, it's going to do some things to you. And it's supposed to. Most people, I don't want to, you know, listen to that because it's nothing but, well, it's the word. You either want the word or you don't. And so we, as intercessors, we want the word because it keeps us on track. We need the word like we need water. Amen? Amen. Y'all agree. And so we want it. We want to, uh, absorb all that we can because we know that god has called us to do a work amen and so we can't do the work all crippled and blind and hurt and angry and we need to get healed and so we need the word the real word so let's see it was talking about thoughts and intentions of the heart and we found out that the heart is where uh is the nucleus of our life is is really who we are everything comes from the heart the bible says out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks and so everything comes out of the heart and so today we're going to talk about the soulish realm amen we're not going to talk so much about the heart but we the human heart but we are going to talk about the soulish realm which is still the same thing whatever you harbor in your heart um Whatever, whatever is in the heart, you'll see it because it'll be displayed in your actions and in your thought, in your thought life. So just for those who weren't here last week, the issues of life according to, and we were in Proverbs 423, so if you want to turn there, you can. It says the issues of life according to Proverbs 423 is the human heart. So every, so everything in your life comes out of your heart. That's why it, it's the, the fountain or the wellspring of life. Everything that comes... Everything that affects your everyday life comes out of your heart. That's what I'm trying to say. It's the wellspring of life. Amen. So your heart affects everything. And out of the heart springs issues of life. Yeah, issue can be good or bad. Amen. So we need to examine our hearts. And that's why the Bible says in in Proverbs 4.23 to guard our hearts with all diligence. Because all thoughts, ideas, and intentions come from the heart. And they are formulated there. Amen. So the Bible says to guard it. Let's go to Proverbs 4. We'll read out of the word. Proverbs 4.23 It says, Keep your heart with all diligence. Or in other words, that keep means to guard or to value, or protect what you allow go into your heart, because your will, mind, will, and emotion is is wrapped up in your heart. Your feelings, I should say, that's where your your feelings are in your heart. Amen. So guard and protect. What we allow to affect our hearts with all diligence. Some Bibles say with all vigilance. Amen. Or diligence. and So value and protect our hearts. For out of it springs issues of life. Amen. So the issues of life come out of the heart. So we, we need to be careful what you expose your heart to. We need to also examine our minds. See, if you examine your mind and take care of your mind and keep your mind set like a clock towards the things of God, then your heart won't have to carry so much. (laughs) Does that make sense? (laughs) Amen. Your heart can go free. Because you know how you can get a pain in your heart because you're carrying a burden for somebody. You know, or if someone close like a child is sick or someone dies that it has a an effect on your heart, so in the same way, we need to guard our hearts from all a, a lot of other things that would have upset us. I think anxiety and and um fear and all of these other things are stored there. And see, sometimes it takes God Almighty, I think all the time, to deliver us from all of these things that we allow our hearts to come in contact with because of the delicateness, if that's a word, of situations. We don't know what to do with these things. We should take it to God, but sometimes we don't, and they wear on us. And our, and our hearts can hold so much until our hearts can become uh hardened. And that's the danger. That's why the Bible says guard. Because if you don't, cause see, your mind, will, and emotions are hooked up with the heart. And we just need to make adjustments. If we make adjustments every day, you know, every time somebody, uh, offends you, if you need to just get it off your chest, do that and get it over with, cause it's coming again. I found that out. <laughs> you know, it don't just stop coming. It just keeps coming like that battering ram. Boom 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 boom. boom. <laughs> so you just have to keep your heart guarded at all times and not stay on it too long. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say don't stay on it cuz I know we 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 going to do it. But let that stuff go because it starts to wear on your health and your mind. And then you start to get be become um full of anxiety because of a certain situation or people can do that to us and i think people does it more than situations and so we need to watch the soul that's the soulish realm so we need to watch the soulish realm amen because if you expose your heart to too much and you don't get it taken care of with god then you'll start to walk in that soulish realm and that soulish realm uh it has a way of speaking to us. You you don't want to talk to it, but it will talk to you. Amen. Because see, your feelings is involved in it. Feelings, mind, will, and emotion. When people hurt your feelings, that's a big thing. Amen. But we're supposed to put the bl- apply the blood to that. Give that to the Lord and allow him to take that so we won't act out of those emotions. And so our hearts won't be hardened. So we can be able to still love people regardless if they love us or not. Love us back. Everybody wants love. You know, they might not act like it, but we all do. Amen. But sometimes people just don't want to give it. So you just have to be able to go on without it and keep moving. Amen. So we need to examine our minds, will, and emotions to make adjustments. So now let's talk a little bit about the soulish realm that word soul means a life it means a living being it means self or a person, mind, personality or inner desires I like inner desires and feelings because to me that says more uh, describes what the mind is to me better than the others so inner desires or feelings also the heart and it also means a person. So, at the core of the person, or the overall person, is your is your soul, Amen. And your soul is hooked up to your your heart. Proverbs, let's um, go flip over to ten. Proverbs ten, verse three, it says, "The Lord will not allow the righteous soul to famish." But he cast away the desire of the wicked. So that soul meaning in this text, it means inner desire or feeling. So your inner desire. So God is saying that the Lord will not allow the the righteous inner desires to famish. In other words, he won't not take care of what you want. Although sometimes it looks like you ain't never getting what you want, but I'm telling you, God's word doesn't say that. Amen. Amen. I was listening to some preacher, and he was he was he was he was into a religious denomination, but you know one thing he did have right was he was talking about uh, when you pray and ask God for something to bless him, and he was saying that blessing is going to come. It's going to come because God says it's going to come, and you can't look and see how it looks. You know, and tell if it's going to come. Because if he said it's going to come, it's going to come. You know, and I said, oh, this brother, he's into tradition, but he got that. It was like somebody branded it on it. It's going to come, it's going to come. I know it's going to come, it's going to come. I said, if you got to do that, hey, <laughs> I'm going to go and tell that in my mirror. It's going to come, it's going to come. I know it's going to come. You know, he had that down pat, Amen. And he said, people start talking right and start talking like what you looking for God for something. You know, he was just going on. He was on the radio. I said, that brother got a little message there, amen. And so, you know, and, and it, but it made me think, and it made me understand this one thing. He beat that into me. It was there, but I kind of was letting that go. But when God speaks something, it must happen. It has to happen, amen. And see, we we think that because of time it's not going to happen but that's just not true amen god is waiting for us to get on board and once you're on board and your your faith starts see this is the thing we're with god our faith wanes. when you find you know when you losing hope or not so interested anymore get in your word and but see we don't feel like doing that but you have to. It don't seem like you should have to, but but we have to. But you know, this is what I was thinking. Abraham gave up. He quit. He didn't feel like he felt like he satisfied God's promise by what what's that? Yeah, having a a a kid with you know Ishmael by the the little lady Hagar. The what was she the handmaid of his wife and so you know he of course we know that's plan b but he thought that would satisfy god and satisfy him but it didn't satisfy god god and this is what god said to him and this man brought this back to me if god said it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen like god said it's gonna happen if he said you're going to have a baby with your wife, it's going to happen. You understand what I'm saying? But see, he messed up. If you think about it, look at what plan B does. He started a whole family, I'm saying family feud, because Ishmael and what's his name, Isaac, are brother, half brothers. And because of Abraham's impatience. impatience, it started a family feud that's still going on now. The Jews versus the Arabs, but they're brothers, but they're divided. And so this is uh, this is what the Lord was showing me. Impatience can cause big trouble, and it involves people you don't know. Amen. And once it's done, those seeds are planted in the earth. You don't know if they can be pulled back or not. I don't know. I think. I heard, I'm not sure, but I think I heard somebody say this fight will go on until Jesus come back. All because he was impatient. And so it caused a division in family. Amen. They worship other gods. But all because of this screw up. Because, you know, and Abraham was a man of God. He loved the Lord and God loved him. But because he could not wait, if you think about that. He got tired, and we, we, we're tired. But don't get your own plans. Don't substitute what God promised for something else. Amen. Praise God. Because it can cause big trouble. And we're, we're, we're feeling the fallout from this, this trouble. Because you know the one enemy that they hate is God's country, which is our country, all because one person was impatient. Look what it caused. And so our impatience can cause trouble. just just stand and see the salvation of the Lord. don't amen, just stand, because God has to have something for us better than what we see. Amen. And I know if most of you all that's my age, you, you saying, I ain't looking for nothing. I'm just cool the way I am because that's how I feel. <laughs> so all of you cool the way you are, get back on the, you know, and just keep standing. Every day it's going to be a struggle. But keep standing, and I'm talking to me too. Keep standing. Keep holding on to what God has promised. Amen. Don't look at what it looked like because you'll go get a bomb. But don't, you see, they like that part. They like that violence part, you know. <laughs> but keep standing, keep holding on to whatever it is that God has promised. Because if God said he's going to do it, he's going to do it. <laughs> if he said he gonna do, he's going to do it, he's going to do it. Now that will burn in my brain for a while. I don't know who put him on the radio, but I mean, he gave me a little slight headache. with that. You know? <laughs> but you know what? I got it. Some people need to be talked like that. I got it. If God says he's gonna do it, he's gonna do it, amen, He wouldn't have said he's gonna do it if he couldn't do it, so he's gonna do it, but we, <laughs> I got that part i know i needed that. I needed to hear that, man, God don't lie, amen and he is able amen, I don't know how I got over there, but anyway, you know, because yeah, 'cause I'm coming out of the soulish realm, that's why amen, so <laughs> God will not allow the righteous soul. To famish, amen, he will take care of the righteous soul, so the soulish realm is where your feelings and desires are it 's fleshly and can be car it can be carnal if it 's not maintained, because see it 's not all bad because God gave us that that arena to harbor our feelings y 'all understanding, but see, we can allow it to become a bad thing. If we um, don't maintain it. Is that clear? Got to maintain. You got to make sure your thoughts. When you know that your thoughts are being wrong all the time. You got to go to God. Amen. You got to get in that word. And renew your mind. So that your thoughts will be different. It works. It just takes more than once. (laughs) Amen. So the soulish realm is where worldly wisdom is usually contained. See now that worldly wisdom is the wisdom of the world, that wisdom that Abraham fell for for a minute. You know, well, maybe he he means a baby with the younger woman cuz she shut down, you know. And so that worldly wisdom will get in there and it sounds like God and will start to follow that and get into bigger trouble. Amen. So that's why the Bible says to guard your heart with all diligence. Guard it. Maintain it. You know, um, consider everything that you think about. We know that wisdom that's not from God is usually caused, uh, wisdom that is not from God is worldly wisdom. And it causes issues at some point. So if if you don't know that the Arab nation is a big issue to everybody, then you don't get this whole thing. Because they are big issues to everybody. Yep, the, the Arab nation. It's an issue for you and it's an issue for me. And it's an issue for themselves. Because they don't serve the right God and they don't honor the right God. Amen. I can't remember what they call that, but when they are willing to give up their life I can't think this got a name. And they honor that. And they think that they're honoring their God by being a human sacrifice. Instead of being a, a living sacrifice, they think that they're supposed to be a dead sacrifice. It doesn't matter to them because they think that they are honoring their God. So they're so far they're so far away from their brother uh Isaac they're so far away yet they're brothers and it caused uh distinction uh strife and violence cuz you see how they fight one another and so it, because of one man that could not wait because he had a plan B so you never know what your plan Bs what um you know what's going to come uh what is that you know you don't know what the results are, yeah, um, a plan B is going to have, so it's best not to not to have one, amen, and to see this thing through with God, whatever it is. I don't care what it is. You know, if you're trying to have a business, you know, I know most of it is personal with all of us, but, um, you know, we need to trust God more, and, it's, and, and it is getting harder. It's going to get harder because these, this is the time. That we're in where it's going to be harder and harder to believe God. And this is why you got to attend to these things. Don't just let it pass because you can't any longer. You know how it was when you had something to do and you were happy in God and you were blessed. I'm blessed by the best. No stress. I guess. Whatever that is, you know. But see, those days are gone now. You got to fight. You got one for fight. You better make one up for fight. Uh-huh. Like, I'm strong. I ain't wrong. I it's right. With all my might. right. That's right. And it's tight. That's a good one. I'm going to use that one. Got to fight because it's right with all my might tonight because it's right. Amen. Cause those are the days that we're living in. We got to fight. See, you gotta fight your negativity right now because you didn't like that little slogan. Cause you didn't, you didn't like the, you didn't like the messenger. (laughs) You gotta stop that. (laughs) See, that's, that's the devil. (laughs) Just long, just want to tell you how easy it is to fall into sin. Amen. That was a good one. It was easy. Got a lot of people too. And see, but you want something from God. God love everybody. Amen. Amen. Gotta receive it. That might be your next hit. You don't know. But if it's gonna help me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. You say whatever you need to say to stay with God. Cause I'm telling you, the devil's cooking up schemes against you every day. This is what he does and he does his job well. So, and your carnal man wants to cling to what's wrong, and and it wants to not cling to what's right. And you got to make it stop. You got to make it behave. But then we all want to get blessed by God. Well, I'm afraid it ain't going to work. We got to straighten up and align ourselves with the word of God. Y'all got me? Amen. This is how it's done. So we have issues because we don't know how to dominate the soulish realm. That was a perfect example. We don't know how to dominate or keep our soulish realm intact. And when something ain't God, kick it out. Make your, make your flesh stop doing what it's doing. You know, re, don't react to, to, you know, whatever it is. You just have to make yourself, because God helps you to do it. If you can't, you know, the Holy Spirit is your helper. And so he helps us to get rid of what is not good and hold on to what's good. Amen. Amen. Now this is another thing we need to know about the soulish realm. The soulish realm or the soulish intellect creates strife. It does. Strife on the inside. I don't care if you don't have nobody to strive with. You strive with yourself. But the soulish intellect creates strife on the inside. And then if somebody look at you wrong or, you know, whatever, then it's on. And it's because the soulish realm uh, creates strife within itself. Y'all got to understand these things. Amen. It's a learning process. Let's go to First Peter 1. It's all about learning. And it's when you, as long as you're still opening yourself up to learn, it's good. But when you shut yourself down where you don't want to receive, that's where you're walking in, in a bad realm. Most of it is religion because people already know. I call that the great I know. The other part is you don't want to change because you don't want to be wrong. Like who's looking? We all wrong. Ain't none of us right yet. <laughs> Ain't none of us right yet. None but the Father. 1 Peter one twenty two. And it says, since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth. See, I'm not just standing up here talking Yang. When you purify your soul, when you allow the word to enter into your heart, it, you obey truth. When you start to obey truth through the word, it says through the spirit. Wait a minute. Since you have purified your souls in obeying truth. So y'all got that right? When you obey truth and when you do what God told you to do as far as you can do in managing your own spirit and so, that's what you're supposed to do it says the spirit of sincere love toward your brethren will come that's what this says in 22 amen sincere love of the brethren love of one another fervently with a pure heart and that's what we all need a pure heart because there's enough fake stuff going on You know, you shouldn't have to just tolerate people. And I'm talking to me on down, from the least to the greatest. We shouldn't just have to tolerate one another. We need to love one another. And we don't. So don't even try to play that. And it's it's sad, you know, that we can't be uh, friends to one another. It's just it's so carnal. It's church is just so carnal. Not with everybody, but with most people. It's just sad. It's very sad. You don't like her, I don't like you. You don't like you, I don't like Well, Why can't we just both be friends and have a difference of opinion? That don't work. Amen. Bad. You know, that ain't Christianity either. And God don't like it. It's just bad. It's like, I don't know what we have to do and I and you can kinda of tell because church is, is has moved from where we used to be to where we are. You know, we talked about that. I used to ask people, ain't it different? It's different, it's not the same. You know, and people's looking at me like I'm crazy, but it's the truth. It's because people's hearts have waxed cold. Amen. People don't want to serve God because of what that crazy world is out there doing. But you know what? I made up my mind. If I'm the only person serving God, I'm going to serve him. Amen. I'm going to serve him. So if I'm serving him by myself, well, I won't be by myself because Jesus is always there. Amen. And so that's what I'm going to do. Because this is what the the word commands us to do. The word commands us to have inner purity. And when you have inner purity, and that's in verse 21 unless you think I'm making that one up. <laughs> because of the new birth, we're not who we used to be. We're new creations in Christ Jesus and we just need to act like it. Amen. And it says with, it says, love one another fervently with a pure heart. 23, it says, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible. Through the word of God which which lives and abides forever. Where does it live and abide in us? Supposedly. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we all are called to do as one body. The corporate anointing. And guess what? If the corporate body is not getting along. Did you have any idea that the, the uh, command blessing doesn't come on the body because of strife. See there's a command blessing that's on the body, on the group. I'm telling you. Read the in uh I think it's first Kings. Read about the uh the people in the wilderness. Command blessing. And it 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 fades when there's too much bickering among brethren command blessing god will take it to another place amen just the way it is but i'm telling you god has commanded a blessing on this place and we're gonna get it amen we're going to get it amen wasn't many agreeing but i don't need a whole lot of agreement because i'm agreeing and i'm gonna make sure it happens amen amen hallelujah uh, 1 Peter 2, let's go over to 2, verse 1. And it says, therefore laying aside all malice, all deceit, all hypocrisy, that ought to be in bold print, envy, and all evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word. How many of you want the pure milk? I do too. Of the word, that you may grow thereby. So it says, so you may grow thereby, so you will grow pure. So all of things inner purity will show up in all of us. And we all need it. <laughs> Amen. If it says, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious or tasted that the Lord is good. If you have tasted that the Lord is good, then you want to see all these things happen. So lay aside all malice, all of these things, so we can grow in the things of God by walking according to the word of God. By walking in love and forgiving one another. That's the most important thing to God. And he'll command a blessing on this place. This is not following after the soulish realm. But following after the Spirit. Amen. So let's go to Psalm 19. So how do you fix your soul and maintain your soulish realm is by walking in the Spirit, uh, renewing your mind in the Word of God, and staying away from all of that stuff. Malice and you know all of that stuff because of what people have done to you. Amen and walk in the love of God Psalm 19 verse 7 okay in verse 7 it says the law of the Lord is perfect Um, coveting the soul is that coveting Converting. Okay. Convert. I didn't think that was right. Converting the soul. So the law of the Lord. Not the law of man. But the law of the Lord converts the soul. Making the wise simple. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's read a little bit. It says the testimony of the Lord is sure. Making wise the simple. Making wise the simple. God will give it to you. If you don't know, God will give it to you. He makes wise the simple, the simplest people who don't know. Amen. If you stick with God, he'll tell you everything. There'll be nothing held back from you. He will make wise the simple. Amen. So listen, the statutes in verse 8, it says, The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. When you obey the statutes of the Lord, it makes your heart rejoice. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. And the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. Amen. So all these things help us to get our souls right. Amen. Making wise the simple. The trustworthiness of the scriptures is perfect and dependable. There's nothing wrong with the word of God. There's no loopholes in the word of God. You know, the word is infallible. It's strong, you know. It's completely reliable and unchanged, unfailing. That's what infallible means. And absolutely trustworthy. So in other words, if you obey these laws, if you obey God, he will not put you in a, a trick bag. You know, you won't go wrong. You won't end up in a wrong place if you obey this com- these commandments. Amen. Because the Word of God reveals truth, and the truth of this Word, what this is really saying is the truth of this Word will convert your soul, get your soul in the right place. that's really what this Word is telling us the 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 law of this word, you know. The word remains completely reliable. In other words, this writer is saying, look, you can trust this word. And I'm telling you, if you will get into this word and meditate on it, it will convert your soul. Amen. Your soul will get right. Where you won't have soulish addictions. Where you won't have the, the soulish realm to keep bugging you. And bugging you when you want to do right. You know Paul says the things that I do want to do right I don't do. And the things that I do I don't want to do. But, you know, he's saying, I'm trying to maintain my soulish realm. It keeps getting in the way. But this word of God is dependable. It's a strong tower. And when my my soul becomes so damaged and so hurt and so overpowering, he says, I run into this word and I am safe. Amen. Praise God. Because of the condition, the strength. And the infallibility of this word, that he runs into this word and there's a hiding place for him. Amen. God never leaves us without protection. And so all this is all in guarding your heart with all diligence. This is what it means running in and, and hiding in the cleft of the rock, knowing when to uh, alert your heart you know, when, when it's been bombarded by a wound or hurt from the devil, cause that's really where it comes from. And so you go into, to, it's really warfare. You gotta war to even, to even keep your mind free. That's why how people have breakdowns because they don't war. You got to fight to keep your mind straight. That's the truth. Amen. So, let's see. Let's go to first. Amen, sister. She got it. Amen. (laughs) You have to fight to keep your mind straight. Because if you don't, you're going to go right back to the same old thinking, same old process, same old discouragement, same old depression, same old anger, same. You got to fight. And I found out it's an everyday thing. Didn't used to be. You used to be able to put things aside, not think about them, and forgive. And but, honey, this stuff is up in your face every single day. You got to beat the devil down. Amen. He'll come right to your house and don't even knock. He kicked the door and said, "What you doing today?" Amen. And you just got to fight because it looks like the devil don't stop. And he doesn't because his time is short. He wants to take. So many people with him. This is the the times that we're in right now. Is that it's time for the breakthroughs are coming. It's not gonna come. It's here. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The hidden treasures of darkness are being unfolded right now. Amen. And the devil will fight you harder. To confuse you and to keep you in the wrong vein. Because he don't want you to have nothing. Because you've been standing so long. He'd he'll, he'll rather allow, turn his back and let somebody that's been standing two years get something in you. Because you've been standing too long. Amen. And so you got to watch the devil and watch him because he's very, very tricky. Amen. You just have to be up on your game. And if you don't know, ask. Nothing wrong with asking, Amen. Praise God. You know what that means? You are not in pride. That your pride is gone, and and you know you can. We got good people you can pray with. Because I'm telling you, the devil. See, this is the thing. He has to let go. If you don't let go, he has to. Somebody's gonna let go. You understand what I'm saying? This is a tug, a war. That's the warfare. And if you don't let go, he has to. Now I understand um, I'm just going to speak from my heart sometimes it's just not important the, the promise. But see it's important to God. And so what you have to do is hang in there for God's sake. It's like how much will you sacrifice for God's sake because he wants to do this so much for you. And so you have to go at it for him. Because I understand but you have to go at it for him. Y'all got what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at the little faces over there. <laughs> Keep hanging in there. Amen. I know. I know y'all ready to run him out already with a stick. <laughs> Whoever he is. But we'll give him a break. He going to be okay. Because God knows that he's going to be fine. You understand what I'm saying? Just It's a trust thing. You got to trust him. Amen. Just have to. Because we don't have any other choice. Have to trust Him. Got to trust God. Because if we don't trust Him, what else is there to do? Amen. Did we go into 1 Corinthians? No, we didn't. 1 Corinthians 2. And we're going to find out why we just say, forget this. I'm cool with God, me and God, just the way. But see, God don't want you just Him and you no more. See, He wants you for a season. To make you who he wants you to be, and in his time, he doesn't want to share you. But then, when he says that time is over, it's time for you to move on. Amen. First Corinthians. Oh, I'm in the wrong place. I don't know what that little babble was about, but if it was for you, I'm sure you caught it. First Corinthians two fourteen. And it says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. So we have the mind of Christ, amen. So stop trying with your natural mind to figure out what God is doing. You can't. See our natural let me tell you how I know it's your carnal mind. Because our spirit mind don't care. That makes sense? Our spirit mind don't care what this is about. Because our spirit mind is cool just the way it is. It's your carnal mind that keeps saying what, when, how, why. That's the carnal mind. And the carnal mind, if God told you with a megaphone, our carnal mind wouldn't pick it up. Because the carnal mind is on another wavelength. The carnal mind don't get it. And that's why God doesn't talk to our carnal mind. He talks to our spirit man. And sometimes our spirit man will miss it because the carnal man want to know so bad. He working overtime in speed. He in speed mode. God is in natural mode or spirit mode. He's in spirit mode. And so, but, but our spirit man, and this is what calms me and, and I'm thankful that my, my spirit man ain't crazy. My spirit man and your spirit man is with God. Knows what God is doing and is cool with what he's doing. It's the carnal mind. That's why we have to separate and guard our hearts with all diligence so that, that what's in here don't get screwed up. Because the spirit is fine. Trust me. Our spirit man knows. And when God speaks, it understands. Then it relays the message to hear. But the carnal man, you forget about him, cause he is never satisfied. Because if God, and sometimes don't God tells our carnal man things. He does. He speaks to it, cause he know if he didn't, we'd be nuts. So he'll say, okay. He'll say like maybe, yeah, you 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 doing the right thing or whatever. Then we're gonna want to know a when, <laughs> you know, why, you know. We want another fleece throne you see what i'm saying so sometimes god will speak to your your natural mind i won't say carnal mind but it is that's what it is but god will speak to you now how many of you know what i'm saying amen because how many of you he has spoken to you because see he wanted you to have peace See what I'm saying? So he will speak to your natural mind, and he'll throw you a little something to give you some peace. But the full story is being understood and known by your spirit man. Your spirit man knows all the details, and see, God doesn't release that until it's time, or you can tap into it at any time. But we don't tap into it because we can't get rid of this. The spinning so quick and then if we don't get an answer then we get depressed depression comes i've been there i've been depressed because i couldn't hear god what well, he's saying i found out he didn't say nothing but have you ever felt like well god i didn't hear you he didn't say nothing i found out he didn't say nothing And you know what that made me feel good you know why it made me feel good because it made me understand that he i didn't miss anything amen I didn't miss anything. He just didn't say anything because he's already spoken. And God don't want to say anything that he did that's not written already. That he has not spoken already. He's spoken it already. And so it will come to pass. If he promised you a a great job or a specific job, it's coming. It's gonna come. If he's promised you whatever uh, that you'll be a property owner. It's going to happen if you hang in there long enough. But most people give up on that. Well, my credit bad. Well, I didn't have none at one point. Amen. But, um, you know, do I do whatever I want to do. Because God does that. He can give you a history. Or he can take the history away. He does what he wants to do. Amen. If if we will but yet trust him. Amen. So uh, let's see. Let's go to Second Corinthians. We're in First Corinthians. Let's go to let's go to Second Corinthians four. Almost done. Second Corinthians four sixteen. Okay, and in in four sixteen, it says, "Therefore we do not lose heart." Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed every day. See, your inward man is nothing like your outward man. Your outward man is mad, won't revenge, fed up, I, you know, he did me wrong or, you know, whatever. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of her. That's your, your natural man. And thank God that thing is perishing. Your outward man is perishing. Yet your inward man is being renewed day by day. Amen. Because it's hooked up to the anointing. It's hooked up to the overcoming power of life. That's your inner man. Your inward man is not weak. It ain't tired. Amen. It, it That's your flesh that's tired. Your inward man is not tired. Your inward man is ready to get this thing done. Amen. Yeah. Your inward man is saying, bring it on. Because you step in there and be like that sometimes. Then you say, I mean that. (laughs) Amen. But those times that you step in there, it's a good feeling, ain't it? Amen. It is. So your inward man is not weak. He is strong. And he's hooked up to overcoming power. 17 says for our light afflictions I know y'all don't want to hear that one I kind of don't want to hear it either (laughs) our light affliction which is but for a moment is working for us far more exceeding an eternal way to glory see God is working on our situations amen it says while we do not look at things which are seen but at things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And so our spirit man is hooked up to eternity. That's why our spirit man ain't worried about nothing. Because our spirit man knows that God is going to produce something great. Amen. Honey, if it ain't what you're looking for, it'll be something better. If you want something better, strive for something better. Amen? Hallelujah. That's the overcoming power. And that's what's on the inside of all of us. Although you don't feel like that, don't go by how you feel. Go by what you just read. Amen? Your inner man is being renewed day by day. It's getting stronger and stronger and stronger. That old man is getting tired and weaker and more confused. Because that's where all the confusion comes in from your, your, you know, carnal man. So if we walk in the spirit, we won't spend time in the soulish realm. Won't spend time in the flesh. And we'll wait, make wise decisions and stay out of the fleshly arena if we will stay out of the soulish realm. You know, the soulish realm, we can still, even though you, let's say even if you are full of carnality, People who are full of carnality haven't spent a lot of time with God. But you still have a choice to make whether you're going to follow Satan that day or follow God. You see, we have choices. And that's what I find scary. Because we have choices to do right or wrong. The Bible says choose. We have a, a choice to choose, life or death. And then the Bible tells God says, but choose life. But we have the ability, even though we're in the carnal realm, you can still make right choices in the carnal realm. Now, they won't be followed out that far. But if you will get in your word and click over into the spirit realm where God is for some answers, you'll make it. Amen. God, he he has your helper, the Holy Spirit, to pull you back and draw you back in. Amen. Let's go to Galatians 5. God is working. Hallelujah. And he has not changed his mind on anybody. He still loves us. And that's a wonderful. That's that's a mystery. That's the mystery of the gospel. It's it's being um in a covenant with somebody you never quit on. Them. Amen. You never quit, but you keep on going because you love. You have love. Amen. What did I say? Galatians five, sixteen. 16. It says, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. 17 says, for the flesh lust or war against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. See, there's a thing where you can say, "Uh-uh," you can stop yourself. And say, I'm not, uh-uh, I'm not gonna think that way. So you got to get rid of the thought, because if you don't get rid of the thought, you gonna do the action. Yeah. Get rid of the thought. Amen. In, in 18 it says, "But if you are led by the Spirit, you will not. You are not under the law if you're led by the Spirit." Amen. Isn't that a scary thought? Because if you're not walking in the Spirit, then you're under the law. Amen. You know why? Because love nullifies the law. See, love fulfills the law every time. So if you're walking in the Spirit, if you're walking in the Spirit, then you're walking in love. And the law don't can't touch you. But if you are walking, not walking in love, then you're under the law. Amen. I give that a chance to manate. Man. See what you think about that. Walk in the spirit. You won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Because the flesh and your, your spirit is fighting against one another. Because the flesh wants to stay strong. Amen. So 19 says, now the works of the flesh. Because see in 18 it says, but you are led by the spirit. But if you're led by the spirit, you won't be under the law. Because love fulfills the law. When you walk in the spirit, you walk in love. Then 19 says, now the works of the flesh. This is if you don't walk in love, then the works of flesh are, are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissent, dissensions, and heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, rivalries, revelries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in the, past, in the times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of of the Spirit. Now, see, he goes back and talk about the fruit of the Spirit is love, peace, joy. Cause see, this is walking in the Spirit. If you don't know what walking in the Spirit is, but the fruit of love, Spirit, fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control against such there's no law so there's no law when you do these things there is no such law amen so if you walk in love all the other fruits come out of love so you you walk in love you fulfill the law so the law can't touch you verse 24 it says and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So if you belong to Christ and you walk in the Spirit, it says you've crucified the flesh with, all, with its passions and desires. And if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Amen. Because those are petty things that petty people do. Let's flip over to Galatians 6 7. It's so petty. And it says, Do not deceive. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, you will also reap. Now, isn't it funny how it's talking about not to sow all of this stuff? Then it started talking about because what you sow, you'll reap. If you sow all of this stuff up in verse 22. I mean, not verse 22, but in verse 21, we hope we all can sow verse 22. But if we sow envy, murder, drunkenness, rivalries, you know, and all of this other stuff, sorcery, hatred, contention, jealousy, outbursts, wrath, selfish ambition, dissension. If we sow that, verse 7 is telling you, don't be deceived. God ain't mocked. Amen. It's like... You can't. He's not playing with us. Amen. So whatever you sow, you reap, and that's a principle of seed time and harvest. So if you sow hatred, hatreds come come back. See that's why that condemnation spirit gets on you and it starts telling you the people don't like you because you don't like them. Y'all see how that seed sown? That's how it's done. Anything that you sow, it comes back. And then, it, but you know what? The devil, he is so low down. He he hates you so much. He is gonna tell you it's coming from somebody else. He'll never let you in on the fact that it's coming from you. He wants you to point the finger because he knows if you keep pointing the finger, you'll never point it at yourself and say, you know what? I don't like that. That ain't cool. I didn't know I was there. I'm going to stop that. You know what I'm saying? So he'll keep pointing finger at other people because he don't want you to stop because he wants you to feel bad. And I'm going to tell you, this stuff don't lead to nothing but sickness and disease, pain. I'm telling you. The corporate body don't get blessed. All of that mess. Amen. So Galatians 6, 7 says, Don't be deceived because God is not mocked. For whatever man sows, he will also reap. For he who sows to the flesh, see that's sowing to the flesh. If you sow to the flesh, will of the flesh reap corruption. But if you who sows to the spirit, of the spirit will reap everlasting life. Or those attached to it, like love, discernment, encouragement instead of discouragement peace joy love you'll re- you'll reap those things and then verse 9 says so let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season we shall reap if you don't lose heart amen don't be deceived for if you sow to the flesh you reap corruption that's why the devil likes strife. He loves it. Cuz it reaps he likes reaping corruption. Amen. He hates unity. See, where there's unity there's strength. The devil hates unity. He hates it. Amen. Hallelujah. So spiritual things produce fruit that remains. Fleshly things uh, produces corruption amen but i know we don't have anybody in here that's reaping corruption i mean you know if you're doing it stop just don't do it not even with those carnal people out in the world well they ain't christian so i did it that's all the more reason because they'll get a gun and come after you because they crazy don't fool with them people out there amen but spiritual things produce fruit that remains. Romans 8, uh, 3. Let's go back to Romans. Romans 8. 8, verse um, 3. It says, for what the law could not do, in that it is, it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Y'all got that? Amen. It just shows you how important it is. You're going to need this before the week is out. (laughs) I know it. And it says in verse 5, it says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. What does that tell you? Think about something different. Amen. You can't think about the things. Because if you think about it, then it's going to be in your heart and in your mind. It's going to be in there. And then it will produce uh, wrong stuff it'll produce something that fails so you have to see spiritually mature people think of they know that when your mind start thinking that stuff you got quit talking about it and just let it go because it'll eat you up because here comes some more stuff here comes when you try not to talk about it here it come again here it come again and so you have to learn how to cut it off amen you do you really do because people, you notice people who hurt others, they're so goofy, they don't even, they don't care. They don't care. they so mindless, mindless behavior. They have mindless behavior. That's what they have. They don't care. They don't think about it. they somewhere thinking they're happy. It's just crazy. Yeah, I know who they are. <laughs> April laughing, mindless behavior. I know. I, I know I heard a little bit about them. Amen. But they have mindless behavior. They don't care. And you know why? Because they don't know God. And so I have learned not to spend too much more time. Don't give them no more time than you've already given them. Because that's the devil. The devil's using them. And they somewhere thinking they they got it going on. And they're pathetic. They are pathetic. And so, what you have to do is you have to forgive them and keep on pushing for God. Amen? Is this all you can do? And God will settle the score. Because God, let me tell you something, God does not like people messing with his true saints. That I know. And he will cause problems for them if they mess with you and you got your heart right, he will cause trouble for them. That much I know so keep living right because it's a discouragement isn't it a discouragement it really is but I'm telling you God makes it right he He does every time he will make it right because he does not like that stuff that's why it's always in here about loving the brother and loving the brother because lo- he wants unity in his household parents you don't like your kids fighting do you they used to thank God my kids didn't fight a lot in fact my boys got in two fights that I remember. They didn't fight a lot because we had a, a, a military husband. He didn't put up with that stuff. All kids need that stuff because he did not put up with that stuff. Bridget never got. They didn't mess with her. I mean, they didn't fight. If they did, I didn't know about it. They didn't tell me. But they did not fight. But it but it hurts when they do. It hurts because you don't want your children fighting among one another. And, and it it's a hurtful thing. Amen. And so, God doesn't want us fighting one another. He just doesn't. Amen. Praise God for single kids with no, what is that? The, uh, what syndrome is that? When there's one kid in the house? Yeah, but is it the only child syndrome? Only child syndrome? Little Rachel. Fight by yourself. Yeah. Nobody to fight. Amen. In verse 7 of Romans 8, it says, Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, because it is not subject to the law, nor indeed can be. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And that's what we're looking after, life and peace. You know, you want peace. You don't want all this carnal stuff. Amen it's easy to get started into because people can have you going off your rocker. You know? But you got to reel yourself back in and just forgive them and keep going. And be determined to love because you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. Amen. Just be determined to keep working at it. Verse 8. Did I do verse 8? It says, so then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Amen. Like uh, the unbelievers. They not pleasing God out there, think they having fun. Not pleasing God. It says, but in verse 9, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. That's if you're born again. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his he is not his. So you're, you're not even saved. Verse 10. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of, of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who, who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through the spirit who dwells in you. Amen. You know what he just said? Grow up and act like a, a Christian. <laughs> I'm a mature Christian. Amen. That's really what he's saying. Amen. But if the spirit of him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Jesus from the dead, he will also give you life in your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Amen. Just be a Christian. Amen. If Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. So we all know how to just keep God close. Amen. Amen. We not we should not be conformed by the thing uh, by the things of God. I mean, not a don't be conformed to the things of the world. But be conformed to the things of God. Y'all know I had that one, mister. But everybody was quiet, like, okay. <laughs> That's what we going to do then. <laughs> That's what we going to do. We're going to conform to the things of the world. Amen. It says we shouldn't practice jealousy or unforgiveness or any negativity because you won't inherit the kingdom of God. And it says that now. When it says you won't inherit the kingdom of God, it means the kingdom of God won't be in you. A lot of religious people always scare some, you know, that somebody saying they go to hell, they take that. That's one of the scriptures. But that's not what the Bible is saying. See, you have to have, you have to have wisdom and revelation and you won't inherit the kingdom on the inside of you y'all know what that means the kingdom on the inside means you won't get long you won't be happy you will you won't miss your favor you'll miss your mercy you'll miss the grace because you won't even know that's right around you amen you won't receive love because you ain't putting it out you won't, you know, all of those things. The kingdom is not, see, the Bible says the kingdom is within you. It's within all of us. But if you keep playing with the devil, then the king, you'll miss the kingdom. It just said that. That's what it's talking about. You, you won't inherit the kingdom. Now, a lot of, uh, traditional people think that's saying you'll go to hell. But see, it's already talking to you, you born again, being born again. <laughs> so it can't be saying that. Uh, But see, people will take that and then accuse you of heresy because they didn't get the understanding. But honey, the kingdom is within you. You'll miss that. Amen. You will miss that. You won't have the kingdom inside of you. It's in there, but it's shut down. You won't enjoy. I should say you won't enjoy the kingdom. You won't receive from it. You know, cause it's not alive to you. It's shut down and dead. Cause you don't even realize it's there. Amen. So stay away from the issues of life. Stay out of the soulish realm. See, the soulish realm will cause you to think God is not with you. Amen. You feel far away from God. Amen. You won't know how to deny your sinful appetite. Of your lower nature. You know the fallen man. We must be conformed. To God. Into the things of God. And transformed by the renewing of our minds. If we don't renew our minds. We won't catch this. Next. You know. Flow of God. You have to renew your mind. That's why you're hearing it every day you have to renew your mind you have to you have to get your heart right you know guard your heart with all diligence set your your mind like a clock that when your mind started to receive things that's not right for you kick it out wrong thought kick it out wrong feeling kick it out well this is survival techniques It's it's what we need to survive because the devil ain't going to make it. You think he's going to make it easy for you? Mm -mm. He He wants to make it as hard for you as he possibly can. And so we need to stay with God, forgive these people who don't know, you know, who hurt us. If they know or not, just forgive them and keep going with God because I'm telling you, God will change Change these things. Amen. So let's stay away from the soulish realm. Because the soulish realm is not what, where we want to be. We want to be with the spirit of God. In the spirit realm. Walk in the spirit. You won't hit the soulish realm. will be a foreign place to you. Walk in the spirit. How do you walk in the spirit? By thinking on things that's good, lovely, pure, and of good report. Things that are thankworthy, praiseworthy. Think on those things. Well, that's what I'm doing. And then they... Yeah, we know, but you got to kick that out. Don't let yourself go they, because the devil's working on your brain. Because they, I done found out they ain't going to change. Amen. They may never change, or, you know, they'll change when God gets sick of them. They'll change one day when God gets tired of, because, you know, God does, you know, the Bible says he will not toil with you forever. I'm talking to believers. If they unsaved, honey, salvation has come to their household. They have to receive. You know, don't worry about them. They will receive. But, you know, you have to just keep moving. And moving with God and don't let uh, discouragement hit you. Amen. When you feel it, kick it out. Don't just let it massage you for you can't afford to do it i used to say three minutes you can't do the three minute thing no more because the devil's angry let's pray for amen i'm done we need to pray for chuck because she's having car trouble father in jesus name we just bind the devil right now in the name of jesus we break the devil's power in jesus name and father we just release help for her we release whatever it is that she needs to get her car moving. And devil, you're a liar. Let go of her car right now in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father. We thank you for the help that she needs. Lord, I just speak well of that vehicle. I speak uh, well to the engine, to the motor, to the battery, to the alternator. Everything about that vehicle is good and not bad. And I bind the evil report over that vehicle. And I thank you, Father, that that vehicle will, will run long and strong. And we thank you, Father. And just send the help that she needs. Give her the money that she needs. As Satan, we command you to give back that money sevenfold, which you've stolen, which you're trying to steal in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father. And we give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise God. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Is there anyone that needs prayer? You can come forth.